Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. And I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's Monday the 19th of April 2021. Um, life, as we previously knew it, has ended. We are now in the realm of the Scab League. <laughs> The Scab oh. League is upon us, or as they you know call what? it, the Super League. I, uh, this morning, I I told I broke the news to Len this morning. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't tell him last night because he was very tired and in a bad mood. Yeah. So I thought I'll te- I'll explain it to him this morning. When I first explained it, he was like, "Oh right, well that sounds like the sort of thing I'd sort of set up for a laugh on FIFA, or that we'd <laughs> recreate in the back garden when we play yeah. little tournaments in the back garden." And I was like, yeah, that's basically where they've got the idea from, right? It's just like a child's sort of fantasy game. Yeah. But now they're making it a reality. And he was like, is it good or bad? So it's bad. And to be fair, right, I played him the Gary Neville rant from yesterday, which mm. I thought was really impressive and, yeah. you know, passionate. And he's a very, very articulate bloke, isn't he? Sure, he could have been a very good politician, although he would have yeah. been wasted in politics because politics is for cunts, you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, like I think I said on Twitter yesterday, it would be good if somebody could have informed him about the rampant greed of the Premier League at some point in the past 30 years. But, yeah, yeah, you know, but the thing but, is, but, if, but yeah, if someone makes was, a valid point, yeah, yeah, that would totally. have been churlish because if someone makes a valid point and you kind of point out the hypocrisies then no one ever gets to make a point because exactly. there's hypocrisies to be found in everyone's backstory especially on this story. podcast exactly. especially on this podcast so if we're going to start fucking inviting people to unpick every positive statement we make <laughs> by looking at contradictory things we've said in the past then we're all fucked do you know what I mean like even fucking Martin Luther King he could have got up and said I have a dream and then some <laughs> Lampard in the audience goes well actually, actually I've been looking at some speeches you made when you were in your school debating society <laughs> and in those you claim never to dream <laughs> right but Len watched it and mm-hmm. I wasn't sure where he got it, but whether or not he understood every point that Gary Neville was making or whether he was mm-hmm. just inspired by the passion with which Gary Neville spoke, particularly mm-hmm. his sign-off line, which was, psh, joke. I would like more politicians <laughs> to round off their speeches yeah. with that. Like yeah. Keir Starmer, people say, oh, he's not really stepping up to the plate and holding the government to account. Well, if I was his advisor, I'd say, mate, after every statement you give about the government, just leave a pause and then just go, psh, 
joke. Joke. <laughs> and people will like that, right? It has an impact. <laughs> that was my right, favourite so- bit, along with imposters. They're all imposters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Elvis Costello once had a backing ground band called the Elvis Imposters. Elvis Costello and the Imposters, yeah. What was that yeah. word? What was? Oh, yeah, that, that it was phonies that we were talking about in a recent episode, yeah. wasn't it? If you just used the word yeah. phonies as well, that would have been good. They're yeah. all phonies. phonies. He did go slightly to John Fanny Powder, actually, didn't he, Gary yeah, Neville? Yeah, I'll tell you yeah. another thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was Fanny Powder with a dash of Lampard, wasn't it? It was yeah. really good. But I, I like it. But he's, yeah, he's the working man's Lampard. Yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah. Sometimes we all need a Lampard, right? Of course, and there's Gary a bit of Lampard Neville, in all of us. Yeah, yeah. There is, yeah. And Gary Neville is the working man's Lampard. Lampard mm. is the Lampard's Lampard. Anyway... Len was really inspired by it, and he said, right, he made a snap decision. Because, you know, when you first tell a kid this, oh, all the mm. like biggest, most famous clubs are forming a Super League, on the face of it, to a child, that's like, well, sounds quite a laugh. And he's like, are West Ham going to be in it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he goes, well, if they're all leaving, that means we might win the league. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but no. Anyway, I just said, you know, watch this. So he watched it, and he goes, right. I'm off to draw a poster. Mm-hmm. The poster is going to say, what was it? Destroy the Super League. Yay. Right? I'm going to have a footballer. He's going to be smashing a football away, but the football is going to have European Super League written on it. So I thought, <laughs> and he goes, and I'm going to blue tap that to the front of the house, to the window. Yeah, And I was like, he's go got for it. it, mate. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how many people involved in the European Super League uh, we'll be walking past our house. However, I did once get told by my barber, when mm. I still had a barber, he's now Len's barber, that Edward Woodward used to get, of Manchester United, used to get his hair Ooh. cut in that place. He, he lived round near me wow. and had his hair cut. I don't know if he's still living in London. Apparently, Manchester <coughs> United, I mean, this sums it up, Manchester United had their corporate HQ in London, not Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That, you've also it? you've also got, of course, Gary Lineker lives in the locality, and he might be out for a stroll and wander past yeah, your house and see it. going to be bang on our side already, isn't he? Well, let's hope so. But maybe he's wavering. Maybe he's on the fence. And of course, Lineker has got his Champions League coverage that he does already. So he's going to he's going to need to be guided on this. Which way does he go? Does he it, go he with will the Super League there, idea? There's there's pound signs in people's eyes here. Oh, absolutely. And that can be seductive. Like I thought. Well, this morning. Someone, a mutual friend of ours, got in touch to point out that another mutual friend, or I don't think you know the person, but someone who me and him know is handling all the communications for this thing, right? All right. Great. Yeah. As I think I know who you in- speak of. I think I saw the, the, that person's yeah. name mentioned. So it's an individual who I like, I have respect yeah. for, I like personally. And um, anyway, whatever. They'll probably be being paid a huge sum of money to handle the comms. And I think a lot of people in communications on the whole think, mm. well, our job is not to stand in judgment. Our job is to maximise the positive story, right? <laughs> Whatever. I don't work in communication. I don't need to worry. I don't have to wrestle with those ethical dilemmas, <laughs> right? I mean, There's maybe they don't a... give a fuck about football. It would be really easy if you yeah, didn't give exactly. a fuck about football. In which you know? case, it's like, look, mate, I don't fucking know anything about yeah. it. They're fucking... Anyway. Yeah, you're just selling chips and gravy, aren't you? I've thought, hmm, well, imagine if this individual of whom I speak Mm. calls me up and says, I hear, I know that you and 
Andy Dawson have a wildly popular football-related football podcast. podcast. <laughs> this new Super League is yeah. going to need a football. And I'll be like, listen, right, count me out. Football, no way. Right, football, no fucking way. Football is a working man's game. It's for, it's for the people, yeah? It's built <laughs> by the people. Psh, joke, right? Yeah, we want you to do a podcast and we're going to give you £5,000 per episode. <laughs> when can we start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. So it's like, they're like, listen, we need to throw money about this. We need to get the ordinary fan to get behind this idea and understand the positive. So what we need is, instead of having people like, what's his name, the fucking geezer from Real Madrid, who seems mm. to be the boss of it all, sing your fucking this and that. Eh, come on, what's the big problem? <laughs> big game every week, English. Why not you like? You want to carry on watching your Stoke City Sheffield United or you want to watch fucking Real Madrid play your Liverpools? And, 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 and hey, hey, look, we're going to get kicked out the league. So what? So that means we only got 20 <laughs> games a season. A lot of time to rest in the sun, yeah? <laughs> Every game we play, make 20 times more money. So we play less games, you see? And we're still up on the deal. What don't you understand, English? You're a little kid. Your little kid don't want to watch no West Ham play Sheffield United, my friend. Your little boy, he want to watch Real Madrid play Juventus every fucking week. You don't believe me? Go ask him. Go ask your little boy. What your boy want to see? When he go on FIFA, he playing Sheffield United versus Swansea or he playing Real Madrid Juventus? No way. He playing play Real Madrid versus Swansea so he can get a big win. Ah, this is silly football. No, I'm talking sexy football every week, week in, week out. You know what? If you can have your lobster, your lovely lobster for dinner every night, you fucking have it. You don't have to have lobster once a month and the rest of the time I have beans on toast. Right? Yeah. But there so, you go. What I'm saying is they might say, right, we can't have him do it because he's, he, these people are billionaires. They can't monsters. relate to the ordinary fans. We mm. need to get some ordinary mm. fans behind us and... We've done some research and we've discovered that you and Andy, particularly Andy, who we can't understand because he's from the north, somewhere in the north, are widely regarded as Britain's most authentic football fans. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, we've heard, we don't know if it's true, that he podcasts from a park bench just in pants and a string vest <laughs> and a knotted hanky. Into a tin can. <laughs> Into a tin can and then just has it sent to you on cassette. Well, okay, well, there's a lot of rumours, but that's not strictly true. But yes, again, go on, go on. Well, we think that's the sort of authenticity, the earthiness that we need to connect with the ordinary fan. So we are extremely well funded and you can name your price to a podcast. And I'm like, right. let, let me just stop you there. Let me yeah. stop, just stop. I've got one thing to say to you, and that is, when do you need the first episode delivered by? <laughs> yeah, oh, we don't swear. Me, me and Andy have difficult schedules. I've got to pick up Len from school at about 3.15, right? <laughs> you know there's a lot of snooker on the box at the moment, right? <laughs> Which is taking up Andy's time. So, you know, yeah. we, can, we are willing to move things around, of course. <laughs> um, are we allowed to swear? Actually, that doesn't matter. We'll do whatever you want. Yeah. We'll, we'll say well, literally. You can send us a script if you want. We'll just read it out. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole, I mean, there's a, there's some fans who who their jaws have dropped at this news, and they're actually mm. like, "Wow, 
the owners of our clubs actually despise us. We had no mm. idea. And I, I, I've, I mean, this has been in the post for fucking years, this. Yeah, They've been dancing around looking to do this A couple for of years. people on Twitter have said we actually predicted this, which I have no recollection of. But no I'm, idea I'm, at all. I'll, I'll take it. I I'll mean, take we've, it. Yeah. we've predicted pretty much everything at one point or another. <laughs> so, you know, you can retrofit anything that happens to something that's been said on this podcast. And it wasn't necessarily yeah, genuine true. at the time. But, I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. The, the fans, the, the, yeah, if take Manchester United for example. The seventy five thousand fans go to Manchester United, Old Trafford. Those seventy five thousand people are fucking irrelevant in terms of the global mm. audience that they think they're going to get. And the global mm. audience, they know they've got. You know, they've got fans all around the world, and they know they have, and they they buy merchandising and they get sponsorship coming in from everywhere. Those seventy five thousand people who think they're the true fans, they're just fucking window dressing. And it doesn't matter. You've talked before about how they wouldn't bring back fans after this mm. pandemic fans thing. Fans just you get in the way of their activities. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just window dressing. They're nothing more mm. than that. And, um, and the, the thing is as thing well, is- so, on, some fans will boycott them. Some fans will say, I'm not going back to Old Trafford again. Fuck this. There'll be plenty of others that will come along and sit in yeah. their seats in their place. And they know they'll still that. get the 75,000 in. Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. And... This whole thing, I mean, Liverpool and Manchester United are the worst in this because they've got a proper heritage and tradition mm. and they haven't just bought their way to the top table like Chelsea and Manchester City did. Yeah. And, you know, these clubs are apparently founded on their history and their heritage and all this sort of thing mm. and they've just fucked all that away in the blink of an eye. And the thing is, if this doesn't happen, if some reason UEFA and FIFA come together and they come to an agreement and they reshape the Champions League in a way that suits these big fucking clubs apparently so what doesn't matter they've done it now they've fucking shown their hand they've shown yeah. who they are it's fucked well, forever if there's a lesson to be taken from it it's uh, well Gary Neville nailed it it's like these people are imposters because when <clears throat> a big rich owner comes and buys your club you know as much as you know I, as a West Ham fan, particularly of like savage Chelsea over the years, right? For the, <laughs> for the way in which they fucking bought their we way all in. Have. We all right? have. Yeah. And, and, and like, but Chelsea, I mean, like City, I think I myself, am, and I think a lot of people might be more forgiving too, because City mm. were a likeable club with what were regarded as very like great passionate fans and all this. It was Chelsea just thought, mm. fucking hell, where have you lot crawled out from? I mean, b- you know before I mean? all of this, before all of this on Saturday evening, my heart sank when I realised that there was another FA Cup final coming with Chelsea in it. I thought, and, uh, I'm fucking watching that. Yeah, fucking no hell. Fucking but now, well, now Leicester I'd have won it. i watch it only already. to support Leicester, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought last night, I thought, well, actually now Leicester are in it, it <laughs> might be a decent watch because for once that's quite an evenly matched game. And everyone's going to be supporting Leicester. But anyway, that aside, the point is, you know, West Ham have never had a foreign billionaire come along. There's been rumours about it and there's been rumours about foreign billionaires buying Sunderland too. And we've always been, you, you can't help be seduced by the idea because when you look at Chelsea and Man City and you look at those moments where it first happens and suddenly you go out and start buying fucking global superstars and all that, of course that's seductive and exciting, mm. right? And and you're forgiven for thinking, oh, well, you know, most Chelsea and City fans will tell you, proper ones, I mean, the old school who were there before it all started, they'll go, yeah, 
I mean, I don't like, you know, I prefer the old memories of my club, but at the same time, it's really nice watching world-class players and winning lots of games. So you're torn mm. a bit. But now you see, well, this is what it's really about because yeah. I was, yesterday I was out with my mate when the news broke and I was saying, he thought that I was being, he thought that I was being behind it, but all I was doing was I was explaining <clears throat> the point of view, the mentality of the people running these clubs, right? So, when that, that bloke Bob Iger took over Disney, right, mm. he looked at it in a really cold-eyed way. And he thought, we're in the entertainment industry, which means we mm. have to put on the stuff that people most want to see. And my job is not to take too many gambles, to keep the money of the shareholders safe. So what the shrewdest thing for me to do would be, would be to buy the shit that people already love, yeah. right, and just give yeah. it back to them. So first of all, he's just started remaking all of the brands they already owned, <clears> like, so they do live action of Sleeping Beauty, all the rest of it, right? But then they go, right, I'm going to buy Star Wars and I'm going to buy the Marvel Universe because that's sort of endless, infinite stories, but all built on a brand that there's already a huge global audience for. So that's that's what you do it because it is just straightforward, cold-eyed. <clears throat> we are in the entertainment industry. Give the people yeah. what they want. And I, I said, you know, these people who run football clubs now, there is no sense of them being cultural or social institutions, right? No, it no. is only that they are in the entertainment industry and it, and, a, and they are in business, right? And mm-hmm. so you think, well, what is the thing that will maximise the amount of eyeballs and the amount of revenue we can attract? And, of course, that <clears> is <throat> cut out all the bits that people that, that are less sort of glamorous and exciting and just give them just like making just like Disney make Star Wars franchise after Star Wars franchise after Star Wars franchise and they do press conference go guess what we've got another 10 Star Wars programs coming out the footballing billionaires are thinking well why don't we just make easily the thing that's the most popular is the final stages of the Champions League so why don't we Mm. just make that but all the time what's the point why are we bothering with these other games that less people want to pay for and see money and then have to share the money out to yeah. other people who aren't bringing the the attractiveness to it, right? Yeah, and that is the mentality. And you're right; is that fans, unfortunately, will facilitate this. Not the fans that we would regard as proper football supporters, right? Who go for years and buy into the sort of cultural and social aspect, and just the fucking Corinthian aspect of it as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What that really the essence of of football and, and our enjoyment of it is that there it's a fucking dramatic meritocracy that constantly yeah. fluctuates right you take you take all that away and unfortunately there is a generation of fans who've grown up with the fucking mad fantasy football mentality that has been encouraged by the champions league by the premier league this all softened up fans a, ge- a younger generation yeah. of fans for what's happening now because it was all about instant gratification glamour pizzazz like everything being very very starry everything being focused on these superstar individuals and i think you know the, unfortunately what will facilitate it is and and these people are shrewd enough to know they wouldn't have made this step to announce it they wouldn't they wouldn't be stupid to have expected anything other than this sort of shit no, no, straight of away not. of course not right and, 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 and the there's... communications person they've got running it by the way is used to work has worked for the Conservative Party and for the and and was Theresa May's main communications person when she was Prime Minister. So that's no coincidence. They'll probably have thought, 
well, we're going to get a lot of shit. This is going to be like politics when you announce something that's unpopular. I, I know, it's Can true. we get the tech to deal with lots of shit in the past? Yeah, they didn't go for a sporting. They didn't go for a sporting <clears throat> PR. Got right? They went sport. for a political PR. Jalapeno. Did you enjoy our live stream, Brown John? If so, there's another one coming up on the 22nd of April. If you didn't see it because you were busy or just an idiot, then you should check it out because the reviews we got for the first one were sensational hmm. find out more about it on our twitter and also you can get your tickets what's our website called again tf time machine tf time machine.com yeah, yeah tickets the links, are available the there the links will be up there yeah 22nd of april 7 p.m loads of great stuff um get involved jalapeño a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. No, no, this guy to do with sport. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. You've just said there, the Corinthian thing. People need to get their heads around the fact this has got nothing to do with sport. It's now a mm. global entertainment franchise thing. And the influence of the Glazers at Manchester United... Um, and John Henry uh, Liverpool, it's it's very heavily um, influenced by the NFL thing, which in in itself is a closed shop. And that thing where games are played in London in the NFL at the minute, that's going to happen with this fucking yeah, thing. You won't happen. even get to go to all your home games because there'll be matches in fucking New York and there'll be matches yeah. in the Far East and Australia yeah. and all over the place because they haven't used the word Europe in this they haven't called it the European Super League yeah, it's just right. the Super League it's a fucking global thing and yeah. your, your game and your club has just been taken away from you but you, like you say you've been softened up you should have seen this coming this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who's a fan of any of the big six as they call well maybe apart from Spurs because Spurs being in this is the fucking funniest thing about it's it all it's fucking hilarious this yeah. reminds me you know it's like one of those family films where a dog sneaks onto a spaceship by mistake before it takes <laughs> off <laughs> And then the dog becomes fucking the dog becomes fucking radioactive or something as a result of being on this spaceship <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck did the dog get on the spaceship? Uh, that Spurs in the Super League. They're going to be in the bottom it, two or bottom oh, three of this league every season. Where, where an imbecile becomes president or king. <laughs> yeah, like King yeah. Ralph. It's like, what? Is that they've from won, Roseanne, isn't it? They've uh, won one, one League Cup in this century. One League Cup. They haven't won the fucking league since 1961. How the fuck? 
a Spurs in this thing. But I mean, I don't know. The NFL thing might get taken even further. They might start having draft systems of players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they might ring fence all the players into this league and then they might make it fair by having a draft every season so that the same teams don't win. They might just take the whole blueprint of the NFL and the NBA and put it into this Super League thing. I don't know. Fuck them either way. Cause, yeah, you know, they're, they're American as well. Like you say, yeah, they've looked, like, exactly as you say, oh, yeah. they've looked at yeah. how it works and they said, why why we don't get this British thing? And, and some people might have said at some point, oh, but you don't understand. These clubs are as part um, uh, as, as an integral part of the communities uh, that they're from, as the the churches used to be, or what whatever you want to say. Do you know what I mean? And they go, what? what? Fuck, fuck <laughs> what? off! Fuck Church? Off. What are you fucking talking about? We had the LA Raiders, <laughs> and then they became the Oakland Raiders, and I think now they're the fucking Las Vegas Raiders or something mental. So like, we don't give yeah. a shit about that. What I mean, I do wonder. What all the people who were Raiders fans in Los Angeles did once the club yeah. just upped and fucked off somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? I don't I, understand. I, I mean, you look at AFC Wimbledon, which came out of the, out of the ashes of the movement of Milton Keynes. Maybe these six clubs will do what... I mean, Manchester United's already done it once. They opened... They started up F- FC United of Manchester when the Glazers yeah. took over, and that didn't really catch fire. But they might go back to that. Each of these clubs might start again and try and represent a true version of their clubs. I, think, I don't know. I don't I think, know. You know, like, ma- from a fan's point of view, you look at it, right, and you think, okay, if it was my club, and who knows, maybe, you know, West Ham are probably sitting there, Dave Sullivan's probably sat there thinking, hey, about... I was, I was going to yeah. say this to you, if this was 18 months down the line and you'd had a couple of decent Champions League campaigns, Gordon yeah. Sullivan would be all over this. Then you'd like, be on the spaceship. Oh, I'm going to put a phone call into this mob. <laughs> I mean, yeah. fuck me. You know, West Ham, well, talking about Spurs, you must be joking. We did not want more than us. <laughs> right. If if Newcastle had been bought by the Saudis last year, they'd be in this as well. Newcastle they'd will be, be fuming. West yeah. Ham will be fuming. Everton will be fuming. Fucking Leicester will be fuming that Tottenham are in there. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think so... the I think the unifying thing about them all is is uh, the debt, which is what the Spanish and Italian clubs in this have got, or massive stadiums, which is what the English clubs have got or want to have. Yeah. I mean, Spurs and Arsenal have built those big stadiums and then had no success. So they're kind of yeah. like, well, we need something else here. We need to uh, fucking justify our big old stadiums. It is a fucking shit show. Scab League. Scab League. Mm. But and, as a fan... Uh, I will not as a fan, be doing the podcast. For the- as a fan, you might think, oh, what would I do? Maybe it's time to ditch all of this. And maybe it's time to, you know, even though my club aren't going to be in it, right, or Sunderland aren't going to be in it, you can still look and go, well, we're all complicit in the same sort of... We've talked before, long before this, about how football basically stinks, right? Yeah. It's a disgusting game from top to a bottom. A disgusting endeavour. Yeah, right. it really is. Um, and that's aside from all the stuff. Actually, I ought not to say this, but there are, you know, some of the money that is involved in it and that pays all of for all of this is just fucking from the most despicable, exploitative places. <laughs> but the, um, but the, 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 what would you do, right? Say, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe, maybe we need to renounce this kind of football and go back to grassroots football. And what do you get if I went up the road to um, Kingstonian, right, who are mm. local to me, and uh, I went and started watching them? What would I get? Well, the match day experience would be as good, probably better, right? Because yeah. 
there's an intimacy there. There's a convenience that you don't get these big fucking stadiums are like that. It's hell attending matches at the London Stadium <clears throat> and at most other yeah, big stadiums. Right? That, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just an in, it's an inconvenience going to almost any <laughs> big stadium. I mean, a couple of years ago, me and my mate went to watch Bayern Munich just for a little, you know, bit of a laugh one weekend. And even then, they go, oh, the experience for fans is so great. But you're coming out of this fucking gigantic, generic sort of, you know, really charmless structure that Bayern Munich play in. And you're just like shuffling along in little rows, like something out of fucking, uh, you know, an Orwell novel, right? You're just shuffling, (coughs) shuffling in pigeon steps for an hour after the game to get into the little train station to get back to to your house, right? Anyway, so that's better. The quality of football is lower, of course, right? But does that matter? Because if you look at old games on YouTube, right, if you watch even West Ham, people are fucking constantly sharing West Ham 1980s matches. I'm sure they do the same with Sunderland. You watch them, you think, this football is what non-league is like now. And that was top-flight football back in the day. Muddy pitches, long ball, every goal coming from a mistake. And we're all perfectly happy with that. It's all relative. Mm-hmm. There will still be superstars who seem more skillful than the other lads. I follow yeah, grassroots football on Instagram, which is well worth a follow if you don't already, because right. it's clips of the best goals the best in grassroots stuff. football yeah. that yeah. have just been filmed on phone. And it's fucking amazing, mate. Some of the skills yeah. and goals you see, because everything's relative. There'll still be a Matt Letizia in every non-league team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying I mean, is I mean, maybe I, it is time I, to just up sticks and just support you. You go to your local non-league side, don't you? I do. I go and watch Sunderland RC. I mean, that league's been suspended now, so I can't go and watch them. But um, it'll be back. It'll be back one day. I'll go along again. I, I mean, I still go and watch Sunderland. We're in League One, for fuck's sake. And we've got yeah. a, a kid with a lot up, of money. Mate. We've got a kid with a lot of money you... who, <clears throat> well, we're not going to get automatic promotion this season. That's That's gone for a burden. But... We've um, we've got this kid with a lot of money who has had involvement in Marseille and who is quoted as having said in the past he and his family wanted nothing more to do with the disgusting business of football. Those were his words. He's uh-huh. seen it all firsthand. So maybe he wants to do it a different way. Maybe he won't. Maybe it'll all go to shit. But I'm still in that rosy period of, yeah. it, of it looking like it might be optimistic. So I don't know. So it might be a good thing for Sunderland long term. But, I mean, I watch the big match revisited on ITV4 every Saturday mm. morning. It's part of my Saturday morning routine. I know you yeah. like to get the shark out and do a bit of sharking. I'll yeah, sit yeah. with a cup of tea and watch, watch big match. I've not, I've, I've not watched Match of the Day for about five months now, but I watch the big match revisited diligently every weekend. Yeah. There's been a dog on the pitch in two of the last three episodes of the well, big match revisited. And, I bet you, you know, get that non-league football all the time. I'm, I'm certain you do. I'm certain you do. So, I mean... International football, what what happens if they kick them out of the Premier League and stop these players from playing in international football? Then what? Fucking, the, the 2022 Qatar World Cup is going to be so tainted. As if well, the Qatar, the, to be honest, right, the Qatar World Cup fucking sums it up anyway. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, when exactly. history books yeah, that, are written, they will say... That was say, the canary in the coal mine, wasn't it? Yeah, they'll the just Qatar go, World Cup. If, pe- if people are going to accept this... The, the number yeah. of deaths there's been, the amount of mm. dirty money that was exchanged in order to secure that in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Everything that FIFA went through when Set Blatter was scandalised, and no one was surprised by that. Everyone fucking knew. And we just move on because we're sort of addicted to the game. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe it's time for all of that to stop. I think football 
Will it eat itself even? I don't know, but... I, you know what? This will happen, and it'll happen, and everything will carry on, because there'll be a generation of fans, like you've said, the ones that have... Mm slightly younger than us perhaps because there's an element of us here being old men shouting at clouds sort of thing mm, and mm. there'll be younger generations who will go oh well this is a bit weird and we're going to get kicked out of the Premier League and everything but then ultimately they'll be like fine with it do you know what I mean yeah. because the the, the the owners of the Super League will sell it in a way that it'll look like it's an attractive proposition even yeah, though will. that whole fucking competition and that Corinthian spirit has gone forever it'll just be like the NFL and it'll sell all around the world, and fans will be into it. Like you say, they've done the fucking research. They know this isn't going to be a loser for them. They're all getting three billion quid for kicking it off, which in itself means they should be chucked out of the Premier League because they've just set up this thing where they get three billion from a bank, and then they're supposed to, what, come into the Premier League and then compete fairly with the other fucking 14 teams that don't have that three billion? Yeah, they have to go. Fuck that. And taking that money as well, you're right as well, a lot of them do have debt, and three billion quid straight away wipes it all out. And you can see yeah. why a bank, that kind of money floats around. That's like to the to the big fucking investors on Wall Street and wherever, all around the world and in fucking Silicon Valley. This money is fucking, it's just, it's meaningless. They invest it in all yeah. sorts of fucking daft stuff every day, right? Mm. Whereas this sort oh, of feels peanuts. relatively yeah. a yeah. safe bet. But to Tottenham Hotspur or Manchester United, who are saddled with a huge amount of debt for various reasons, they're going, what? You're going to pay me £3 billion to get involved in yeah. something that is going to continue to make huge sums, but that's an upfront sum, so it wipes out everything. Well, we can't afford to say no to that. We have exactly. to jump on it, especially when they, you know, it would have been, well, we, these clubs are already doing it, so do you want to be the odd one out? You know? Yeah. Well, th- this, th- this was the thing they were seeing on Sky Sports News this morning that it was Real Madrid, Manchester United, and I think Liverpool were the three clubs. So you got your, your head case at, at Madrid, and yeah. then you got your two American owners, Liverpool, Man U, and they were the driving forces. And a lot of the other clubs have kind of got into this with a heavy heart almost because yeah. they thought, well, we don't want to get left behind. Oh, well, you know, I'm really sorry about that, but you've fucking done it now. The problem is, if you're the Premier League, right, and you think we've got to chuck them out because it's unfair, right, and also it's just against the spirit of the game and everyone's putting... If you do that, as I understand it, the plan at the moment is is that this will be this will run alongside the Premier League, right? That's what they want, yeah. So that's yeah. what they want, right? So the Premier League can say, well, if you're involved in the Super League, you can't be in the Premier League, right? Yeah. But that means you remove... Liverpool, Manchester United, who are the two best supported clubs in the in the league yep. and two of the best supported clubs in the world. And what does yep. that do to your next deal, your next television deal? It fucking really reduces well, the amount of money. Well, this is it. There's talk as well of these clubs being sued by the Premier League and by the other Premier League clubs because it's immediately devalued the league itself if they up sticks and fuck but, off. But... but but only for the length of this contract. So they could sue them. I don't know how yeah. long this current TV deal runs for, right? They could say, well, you can't carry on in this league, so you're going to leave, but you're going to leave. But the, particularly the television companies would say, hang on, you've reneged on our deal here. You're, you're being chucked out. I don't know what will happen. Probably the Premier League. The Sky could sue the Premier League, and the Premier League <clears> in turn <throat> could, su- could sue Manchester sue United and Liverpool, yeah. right? And maybe... They'll be ahead of all of this. They'd have had so many lawyers across it. They'll be going, there, there might be legal action, but that's fine. We can just afford to pay that off. No problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're Do not you know doing I mean? this on a whim. This has yeah. been planned for so, a long time. This has been well but, worked but out. The po- but the point is, is that the Premier League have to <clears> face the facts 
that if they throw them out, when this current TV deal ends, right, mm. without those five clubs, particularly the two I mentioned, like Man U and Liverpool, without Man U and Liverpool in the league, then you are inevitably going to have to... You might end up getting half of the money. Yeah, each, each, t- each TV yeah. deal has gone up, hasn't it? Every yeah. time they do it. But, but now it will go down. It, 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 does, it doesn't matter because if those clubs stay in the Premier League, there's no point in them being in the Premier League. They're not playing to qualify for anything. They're yeah. not playing to... No, they don't give a fuck about winning the Premier League. It's going to be an inconvenience for them because all the money's going to be in their midweek games against the, all these Super yeah. League clubs. Yeah. So They'll be I playing the kids, that, that probably. Whole, the, 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 possibly. The whole competition's completely devalued anyway. Yeah. You're better off just chucking them out and then having Leicester and West Ham and Everton battling on a, a more level playing ground for the Premier League. I'd be into that. I'd watch that. Mm. You know, I'd watch fucking Southampton trying to fucking win the league or whatever. I'm sick and yeah. tired of the same was, six yeah. fucking teams getting to finals. Yeah. We've got Spurs, Man City, Carabao Cup final this Sunday. Who gives a fuck about fucking that? Fucking tedious, yeah. And I think that also, you know, when you watch the big match, you, you know, you do see clubs when Villa or Forest won the league <clears> or when Southampton or Ipswich were competing to, to yeah. win the league or West Ham, you know, were winning the Cups and, and you know, and Sunderland won the Cup. You know, that was a more exciting time. I bought all those match, old match issues recently. Uh, sorry, Shoot yeah. magazine, just from the mid-80s. Um, <clears> and, you know, it was just like a different fucking time where it did feel more democratised as well. Like, if you well, were a kid... If you were a kid like Len, he loves West Ham, but all the coverage, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking crying West Ham get more coverage than most, I admit. But really, there is a sense if you're a kid that if you support a club outside of the elite ones who are in the Champions League, you kind of don't get as much sort of love or attention. And so you can see why it sort of siphons more and more kids unless they've got yeah. parents who bully them. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think I didn't bully him, but what, but you know, unless you've got a dad who's really, really into it, then yeah. they all get siphoned towards Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, you yeah. know? Yeah, totally. Um, well, but maybe um, then, so you get a more interesting league and there'd probably be a new European, but the Champions League continue. And maybe these club it would allow those medium-sized clubs to to grow because suddenly they'd be playing in the <clears> Champions <throat> League and it would be it'd be interesting, you know. You, you'd it be would like, be, but it, 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 it'll look like a more level playing field for a while. But ultimately, money rules over everything else. So eventually, it'll just yeah. end up as corrupt, and then they'll end up with a fucking Super League B, probably. Well, what will happen is let's say let's say the Premier League exists without those teams and Everton. Basically, let's say for the sake of argument, Everton become the preeminent side, right? And they start winning the league most years. And then in mm. a European tournament, Everton end up beating fucking Bayer Leverkusen every year in the Champions yeah. League final, right? Well, the Super League then just come calling on Everton. Well, well, the and thing Everton is the Super can't League, afford to say no to their offer. It, it, this is part of it. There's going to be room for five teams to qualify for the Super League each season. So yeah. if you win the league, if you win the Premier League, you might not even want to play in the Champions League because you're going to get sucked up into uh, this no. vortex that is the Super League because that's where the money is. Even though the clubs that have formed this league will retain most of the money and you'll be there, Everton, for example, will be there as special guest stars. You yeah. know what I mean? Like on a TV show or something, a one-season one-off, and they'll get less money than fucking Spurs. 
who set this thing up. How long it's do you think deranged. it'll be before they start doing <clears throat> ritualistic killings on the pitch prior to every game and at half time? I think we're probably about two and a half years away from that, Tops. Yeah, I genuinely think but, that. Um, because if but, you look I mean, at the human know, rights record of Qatar, right, or yeah. any of the countries that effectively own people like PSG and Chelsea, right? <gasps> Whoa! Hang on there, Sam. Sam, oh. I'm going to bring you some breaking news. Breaking, Tot- breaking news. Tottenham, Tottenham have sacked Jose Mourinho. Oh! <laughs> amazing. What a day. What a day. <laughs> I, I can't even what process that. I, d- I don't know what that means. Uh, who's going to be Spurs manager then in the uh, the new fucking Super League? I wouldn't be surprised if they just ended up hiring like a Hollywood actor or Donald <laughs> I Trump. I was say, or Kanye West. <laughs> a hologram of fucking Brian Clough or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's real anymore. Han Solo and- will be the new Spurs manager, assisted by his Wookiee friend Chewbacca in, an, in a landmark what's... deal with Disney. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Um, let's just end the episode there because I don't know where to go from that. Madness. It's 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 the Super League era. The Scab League, sorry, to give it its proper title. The Scab League is upon us and Jose Mourinho will not be managing Tottenham. But uh, I reckon he'll he'll end up managing one of the fuckers. Do you know oh, what I mean? Of course he will. He'll be rubbing his hands about this. Ah oh, man. Alright, there you go. Um thanks Get coining, for lads. Listening. That's all I can say. Plough everything into coining because that's yeah, the future. That's the future. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.